0: The Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Please, that's your fancy jack wagons. Uh, welcome to the Fade 5 Podcast presented by Suave, tequila. Lundy, welcome back. You're beautifully tan after your vacacion in Mexico. Uh, do you have a good time and how big is your liver right now?
1: Uh, well, uh, I left my liver there. Um, they actually, uh, at, at the resort, uh, they have like a box um and they're like just deposit liver what you do is you essentially drop it off on your way in uh when they put that all-inclusive bracelet on uh and then you have the option of whether you want to claim it uh on your way back out i decided to to just it wasn't even worth it like i've done so much damage to it uh, over the years no had a uh an absolutely great time uh the wife and i definitely got a little bit of a break i will say uh when you leave mexico and it's 86 degrees. And then when you land in Denver and it's 13, um, that shit sucks, Brad. Um, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Like I, I love, I love Denver. I love it to death. It's my favorite place I've ever lived. Um, but son of a bitch, that sucks.
0: Uh, major shrinkage. And I know a little Ooh, yeah. bit, uh, something about that right now, because it's awfully chilly here in Central Illinois. We're going to get blanketed with five to nine inches of the white stuff allegedly tonight. So, as a result, I got nowhere to go, which means I got a wager uh, maybe on some college basketball. We're going to get to that here in a minute on the Fade Five, but also the NFL. And I want to get a sense of your early NFL side or total pick to click championship Sunday upcoming Uh, we all know about the matchups and we've seen some reverse line action I don't know if you noticed it uh, in the Kansas City and Cincinnati game Uh, the Chiefs yesterday were favored by a couple of points and now it's gone the polar opposite direction as the Bengals are now minus two yes the chiefs are home dogs it's almost inexplicable so Lundy, uh what is your gut feeling what right now is your pit to click on this championship upcoming sunday
1: well i think uh brad we know that men have a tendency to overcompensate um it's just <laughs> life story uh it's just one of those things that happens um i I actually think the total right now in that game um, has been overcompensated for. It's down to 46 and a half. Um, And Cincinnati's actually been under in five straight playoff games. Um, But the totals between these two teams since they've played each other in the last five, and I know I'm going all the way back to 2015, but bear with me here for a second, folks. 51, 51, 65, 55, 57. Those are the totals the last five times these two teams played each other. I know Mahomes has a gimpy ankle. I get it. And I know that's where a lot of this compensation uh, in terms of the the line movement that you talked about as well as this total. I know that's where it is coming from. Last year's AFC championship over under was 54 and a half. It is a full it's a it's a touchdown and then some that this has dropped because of the injury news. I'm sorry. It, it, a 65 to 70% of a Mahomes is better than 65 to 70% of the quarterbacks in the NFL. And I also trust the round mound of football sound that is Andy Reid to get creative and to figure out how to protect his quarterback because he knows if he wins first of all, if they lose, obviously they're out. But if he wins that game, he's then got two weeks to shoot him up with whatever crazy some sort of like root that they found in the Amazon jungle (laughs) into his ankle to get him healthy before they have to play in Phoenix. So I I think Andy Reid's going to get super creative with the playbook. I think he can find a way to protect Mahomes. And if that all of that happens, I think we're going to see some scoring as good as Cincinnati's red zone defense has been this season. I just believe that Andy Reid is a freaking genius on the offensive side of the ball, and I think there's been an overcompensation. So at this point, I'm not really touching the spread, although the fact that it's going the other way, if it gets to three and a half, give me the damn Chiefs. Um, But I just think this total has been overcompensated. 54 was the total the last time these two teams played in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's it's a little nutty, and I completely concur with you, Captain, on uh, the over lean here with this uh, and the overcompensation that is going on as a result of the Patrick Mahomes uh, possible derailment, if there even is one, with the ankle injury. Uh, you know, he's getting treatment around the clock. You um, know, he's getting massaged in all the right places. So as a result. Uh, I think he's going to go out there and play uh, pretty close to his normal self. I mean, he may not be running a ton, but it's not like he takes off and runs more than six, seven times in a game. Uh, But he can pick you apart with all the different uh, arm slottages that he has over the top, sidearm, or underneath. And as a result, he'll pick you apart no matter what. So uh, I will say this. I do like the Bengals to win straight up. Uh, they are uh, my pick to represent the represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And I am standing by my San Francisco selection as well. And again, uh, no hate uh, geared toward the Philadelphia crowd. But I think defense is the name of the game for both of these matches, both of these teams. So as a result, just take them on the money line on a two-leg parlay. If you do that, you're getting close to plus 300 odds right now at BetMGM. Uh, just a harp on Cincinnati's defense for a second. last six, seven weeks, uh, they have been nearly unbreakable. Uh, well under four yards per carry they've allowed, well under seven pass yards per attempt they've also surrendered. They've really tightened it up, and uh, they're playing brilliant football at the right time. And then San Francisco, that's been their calling card really all season long, and that's why Brock Purdy's coming in. Just don't make any mistakes. Manage the game. And let the defense do the rest of the work. Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, the ground game as well. And you're impossibly Mr. Irrelevant, who is so relevant right now, are going to be in the Super Bowl representing the Gold Panthers. So uh, that is my early pick to click in the NFL. And I also like Lundy's selection to boot on that over in the KC and KC uh, Cincinnati matchup, I should say, uh, there in Arrowhead. With that. Put to bed. Let's get after it with another edition of the
1: number five.
0: All right, uh, a little early uh, compensation, uh, which uh, again I know a little bit. Uh, something. Get, about-
1: it was that, that was the remix. We get we get-
0: <laughs> uh Throw it an old school ninety style. Uh, numero cinco here, and I uh, think it old school ninety style. How about Jerry Stackhouse, who is the head coach of the Vanderbilt Commodores, and I'm taken. Vandy, who could be quite dandy tonight against a struggling Kentucky bunch, plus six at home there inside Memorial Coliseum. Uh, and I think they're going to get the cover, and that's uh, where I am going to stack my greenbacks as a result. You look at Vanderbilt. uh, Yeah, they're pretty bad offensively. Uh Number 278, effective field goal percentage offense in home games this season, uh, but they're only allowing 28.5% from long distance at home. Uh, They're number three in the SEC and adjusted offense efficiency. So they have been, Putting ball through basket more frequently in conference play, uh, and they're number thirteen though in adjusted defensive efficiency. You look at Kentucky, a uh, team that is a uh, barely treading water right now. Uh, probably going to be like a double digit seed if the tournament started today. They are middle of the road in so many advanced athletic categories. Number eight in effective field goal percentage offense in the SEC, and number thirteen which is crazy to think about and affect a field goal percentage defense. Why is it crazy? You have Oscar Shibwe. You have the best offensive rebounding team in the country right now, getting a second chance opportunity 39.2% of the time, but they're not taking uh, advantage of those opportunities when gifted those second chances. So I think it's too many points. Uh, Vandy's played some uh, tight contests this season. And Kentucky is just, you know, again, largely mediocre. So, as a result, Vanderbilt plus six against Kentucky minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, Vader, follow.
1: Oh, I like this one, but I, I'm i going to give you early bonus time. Uh, just because mm. Screw it, because I've been on vacation and I'm just in a good mood. Um, I'm going to give you early bonus time. Uh, Kentucky is dead last in the ACC in first half scoring dead last so I like this pick I also like Vandy plus two and a half on the first half line you can get that right now at minus 105 at BetMGM so it's the the juice is actually in your favor um in this one because it's only down to minus 105 yeah uh I'm just just with how crappy they have been coming out of the gate uh with any kind of scoring and the fact that they're on the road I like this overall pick um, I like what I like Vandy's opportunity, but I also like getting the opportunity to maybe have a payday by the time we hit halftime. Um, and I'll take Vandy plus two and a half on the first half line as well. Again, minus one oh five at BetMGM right now. Will Vandy be dandy? We say double down. Number
0: four. All right, let's go to the Big 12. There's so many marquee games in that conference, uh, seemingly every single night, when there is actual action. It is rough and tumble, top to bottom. It's the best league in the land, uh, whether you're looking at with the eye test or the advanced metrics that are out there. Bar none, unrivaled, no question about it. I mean, look at Kansas. They've uh, lost three straight games, I think, for, like, for the first time in conference action in the the Bill Self era, which is uh, uh, largely unbelievable, but uh, anyway, I digress. On another Big Twelve match of not involving KU, uh, of course, dropped the game last night against Baylor. I-, I like Oklahoma State, and this line has come up. It opened at uh, seven, seven and a half at some of the books. It's up to eight and a half, so plus eight and a half at Texas, minus one ten available right now at BetMGM. Oklahoma State, one of the better defensive teams in the country, and uh, I think why this line is uh, so valuable is because Musa Cisse is back off of injury. This is going to be his third game. Now, the first game that he came back, you know, last week only played two minutes. Last game only played 14 minutes. I think uh, now he's knocked off the dust, uh, back into game shape. This could be a 20-plus minute game for the 7-footer. Who's one of the best rim protectors in college basketball? And one of the reasons why Oklahoma State is number one, numero uno and effective field goal percentage defense inside the Big 12. Uh, They're giving up just 42.7% inside the arc and uh, below 34% outside of it. And they're a plus-three-point shooting team on the other end of the floor, netting 36.4% from way downtown. Hey, look at Texas. uh, They are dead last in Big 12 play and three-point percentage defense, giving up 37.3% 37.3% along the arc. Uh, and uh, not only that, too, but a team that's really struggling uh, netting some of those outside shots. I mean, outside of Marcus Carr, who's been wildly erratic at times, uh, collectively shooting just 29.3% uh, from along the perimeter in Big 12 action. Uh, you also look, to as well, Texas uh, beat Oklahoma by one point. Uh, that was away, uh, and then they beat TCU by four at home. And Texas Tech, who is the drags the game right now in the conference by just a bucket in Austin. So Oklahoma State catch eight and a half, given their defensive upside, given their upside as well from long distance, and Texas struggles defending in that capacity. I don't see how the horns are going to hook them here and score the cover. So give me. Oklahoma State plus eight and a half at UT minus one to the Ben MGM. Lundy,
1: Lundy. follow. Well, you you kind of already alluded to this, Brad, but you look at Texas take their last four home games, they're 0-4 against the spread. They haven't covered in the last four. You just talked about what they did against Texas Tech, against TCU. They haven't covered. Um yeah. and and you I, I understand Oklahoma State um and the the challenges that they're gonna have in terms of going to Austin to play this one. But you look at these two teams, nine out of the last 12 times they've played, the underdog is covered. It's just one Mm. of those games that these two teams get up for. And Texas has proven to be shitty at home in covering against the spread. So you just you put all that together. And the fact that, like you said, this line opened, I think it's seven and a half at BetMGM. It's now at eight and a half. Like it's moving in our favor right now. Um, And so. I don't know what's making it. I don't know where the money's coming in. I don't understand quite why that's happening because what the Cowboys have done and what the Longhorns have shown me at home, I I think this is – I kind of feel like this is a gift right now. Texas may win this one, but I think Texas might win it by five, maybe by four, and so, why not do it when you've got this kind of a cushion? If you don't like it, fine, alt line yourself. Take it up to 11 and a half or something like that. If, if for whatever reason you think Brad and I are nuts. But everything that I look at in terms of the matchup between these two teams and what Texas has been doing at home, they're letting teams hang around, especially in the conference when they're at home. It doesn't make any sense. The Longhorns shouldn't be doing that. There are some of these teams, as you said, especially the Red Raiders. Good God, they're terrible, but they're letting them hang around. Um, they, they, they've been doing it even, you go all the way back to their non-conference games at home and they're not doing a good job of covering. So this, to me, it feels like a gift, which probably means that we're just, we're dumb as hell and we're we're missing something. Yeah. Because this, this feels like really like a no brainer to me. So I'm, I'm hoping that we're onto something and that we're not getting, we're, we're, we're not getting, you know, we're, we're not on a, on, we're not getting punked because, I mean, I mean, it'd be cool to meet Ashton Kutcher, but I really don't want to be pumped. I just don't want. To, I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen to me. No, I don't think it is going to happen.
0: Yeah,
1: Giddy up, fools wager
0: all them cowboys. Number three. All right, let's work in a little two-leg uh, old so What are the lines and a money line and try to get you in a plus-money territory. This is even money, plus 100, as constructed at tape time at DraftKings Sportsbook. Leg numero uno, give me the Air Force and aim high. I salute you. Fighting Falcons, uh, plus seven and a half in their uh, matchup on the road against San Jose State and I'm gonna pair that with the Rutgers money line inside not the Jersey Mike Center though it is delicious Mike's way trust me uh, me and Dan DeVito agree uh, but uh it's called the rack and it will forever be the rack. And I think uh, Rutgers inside that venue takes care of business and wins straight up against Penn State. Again, plus 100 at DraftKings. Uh, Why do I like Air Force? Well, you look at San Jose State. Number 257 on the season and three-point percentage defense. Uh, They have played a little bit better defensively in Mountain West action, giving up 34.3% along the arc, but a team that has uh, had their issues offensively. Number 10, an effective field goal percentage offense within Mountain West Conference action. You look at Air Force, their calling card is shooting the three. Yes, they're one of the youngest teams in the country, uh, Scott's bunch there, but 45.7% of their shots come from three-point distance and they're netting 36.3% of those right through the cylinder. So if they tickle the twine from outside, uh, I think they're going to do some damage. May win this game straight up, knowing they have of the better defenses uh, in Mountain West play. Number two, to be exact. An effective goal percentage defense are the Falcons. They've uh, proven to be road warriors uh, this season. They won at Colorado State. They won as well at Fresno, and I know those two teams are underwhelming right now uh, within Mountain West action. But pull together, man! uh, On an alt line, plus seven and a half. I think Air Force scores the cover there. Hell, they may win this game straight up. And then Rutgers, uh, a team you just you know gotta follow uh, at home. uh, One that is one of the elites defensively in the country. They are top five in adjusted defensive efficiency. I know Penn State is an older and proven bunch. Uh, And Pickett is uh, just a nuisance. One of the biggest matchup problems in all of college basketball, the way he dribbles and bodies you down, uh, can breach you outside as well. But Rutgers, uh, within the the friendly confines, uh, just an elite turnover-forcing team, and with a big cliff of inside and some of that outside balance with the three point shooting upside in general, I think they will score the victory. So again, Air Force plus seven and a half on an alt line, ruckus on the money line on that two legger plus 100 at DraftKings Lundy. Fader, follow.
1: Nice little outline. I, I like the Rutgers one. I'm going to leave that one alone. Air Force, uh, it comes back to a, a number that I was just talking about when we talk about you know Oklahoma State and, and Texas, how they've been at home. This is another one where if you look at the last six times these two teams have played, the underdogs covered every time. It's just yeah. sp- – that's what's happened uh, between these two, and you talk about the road wins that Air Force has had, and yes, it's been against a couple of teams that are down in the Mountain West, but it's not like San Jose State is up. Okay, I mean, come on, right? It's 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 the same kind of thing. Just the Mountain West doesn't have the the, the same. The, the same quality right now as we've seen a couple years past when we were riding uh, the coattails, for example, last season of Wyoming. Um, it just We're just not seeing that right now outside of Hawaii. It's just continuing to play great defense, and, and they're a ton of fun to watch. Um, but this is one I, I, I love the alt line um, because I like the idea of Air Force being able to cover, kind of like the under in that game as well, by the way. Um, and I'll throw the Rutgers money line in. You got it up to plus money. Solid move, my man. Good job. Uh, muchas gracias. Salute that plus money, fools. Number two.
0: All right, let's go back to the Big 12 and another colossal matchup, but I am going to be glued to this one. I'm planning to watch it from the beginning to bitter end because I think it's going to come down maybe uh, to the final 10 minutes of this contest. Iowa State in Ames. I'm going to lay the chalk here at minus five against visiting Kansas State. One of the shocker specials of this college basketball season. Those odds available at Caesars at minus minus. One ten. Uh, why am I riding Iowa State? Well, uh, it's all about the Hilt magic. They are ten and zero at home this year, and a team that is locking down defensively on the entirety of the season. Number seven in college basketball uh, out of three hundred sixty-three Division One teams, and adjusted. Defensive efficiency, a team number one as well in turnover percentage defense. They force a lot of mistakes, actually 28.4% of the time to be exact. And a team that can light up the scoreboard from outside. They're netting over 40% from distance in Big 12 play. It has a lot to do with Caleb Grills, one of the best sharpshooters in college basketball. Meanwhile, you look at Kansas State. Yeah, they're 6-1 and one right now, uh, top in the Big 12. Uh, And a team that is training uh, not just to a high single-digit seed. Hell, they got an outside chance at a number one seed. Kansas State, the little red-headed stepchild of the Sunflower State there in Manhattan, has really risen uh, to the occasion here under Jerome Tang. The Tang gang uh, demands to be heard. Uh, They're number one in conference play and affect a few goal percentage offense and number two in affect a few goal percentage defense. So they have that striking balance. Uh, they have one on the road as well. Remember they hung up buck 16 on the Longhorns in Austin. They won an OT against the Baylor bears, but I think they're going to kind of fall back to the pack. You got a two loss conference team here in Iowa state, and it's just all about their ability to make it rain from outside and body you up. They challenge every shot. So, as brilliant as Keontae Johnson and uh, Marquise Noel R uh, for this uh, this Kansas State team, I think Gabe uh Kayla Grill, and friends uh, get her done. It's going to be tight. I've got to be a bit of nail biter here, but I think Iowa State is going to cover the five. I'm laying the chalk. Minus 110 at Caesars. Lendy Fader Follow.
1: Oh, I can pull the same trick you did. Uh, uh, you did the last time. Uh, I can. I can one-game parlay this. Oh, and you can, I can do, totally. I can. I can Iowa State on the money line. I can bring the total down from one thirty-four to one twenty-five, and then the, and then play the over, and that's plus money, right there. Yeah, All right, the uh, just, I, Iowa State. <laughs> Iowa State. Iowa State's been over in I think I think their last four home games. It's either four or five. I can't remember which. K State's been doing it on the road. Um, In terms of hitting the overs, but I want to bring myself down just a little bit um, just in case K-State gets cold at any point in the game. If the crowd starts getting into their head um, there with Iowa State, do they wind up going through a little bit of a cold spell? Maybe. So if I bring that total down by nine points to 125 and a half, play the over and then take the Cyclones just on the money line. I like this one. I do think they cover, Brad. I think this is going to be a nail-biter. But, again, it's another opportunity for me to get creative, get myself just a plus 100. It's not a big payday. It's only a plus 100 one-game parlay. But that happened at BetMGM this morning. and get that one nice and easy money. Uh, Lundy, uh, full admission, I think it just
0: moved on that plus money. Number one. All right, number uno on today's Fade 5 pod. Uh, let's go back to one of my favorite conferences in the land. I can't resist it. Uh, i wager too much on it all the damn time, and that is the Mountain West. Uh, so on this SGP and a battle between Boise State and Fresno State being played in Idaho, I'm due to, for all the potatoes here. Give me Boise on a reduced line, minus nine and a half. And I'm going to take Fresno State on the under 61.5 points scored in this game. Uh, both those events occur. You're looking at minus 105. Not quite getting seduced by the juice, but still a light juice here. Minus 105 at DraftKings. Uh, Boys is one of the best teams in the country nobody is talking about. Uh, you look at the advanced analytics, whether it's Ken Palm, uh, Bart has Haslametrics, is a top 30 overall team in the country. They are number one in offensive, number one in defensive efficiency in Mountain West play. Uh, and you look at Fresno State, a team that uh, is pretty lousy offensively, number 269 uh, on the season. In effect, a few goal percentage offense are only shooting 30.1%. From three point distance, and they have gone under sixty-one and a half points in four of seven Mountain West contests. So, you know, Boise's not really an up tempo, fast-paced team, though they can play that style if forced, like if, you know, going up against New Mexico, for example. That was a memorable game last Friday, unless uh, they lost by a deuce there in Albuquerque. But Fresno is more of a grinded out kind of team. This is gonna be a low scoring affair. I think Boise's got a just sock them in the mouth repeatedly uh, because of their defensive chops. Uh, they're a veteran bunch. Uh, Deegan Shaber, Schaber, Agbo, and Rice can beat you inside. They can beat you outside. So as a result, I think Boise is going to win this one by double figures, and they're going to hold Fresno probably under 60, to be honest. So if you want to go like 60.5 instead and get that at like plus 100 as a result, I don't hate it. Uh, it should be a lower scoring tilt in the end and Boise gets the cover so fade or follow amigo on this SGP are you coming with me Boise State minus nine and a half
1: Fresno State under 61.5 points uh minus
0: 105
1: at DraftKings the way you find some value in the Mountain West I think is you're looking at those the the top five teams in the Mountain West Conference have combined to have four losses at home that's it you just look for these teams when they're playing at home. So that's the case with Boise State that we're talking about with this one. That's the case with uh, San Diego State. That's the case with Nevada, who's actually the only undefeated team at home uh, oh, in the Mountain game West. last night with them, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So you're looking at you're looking at when you look at the the I was mentioning before that the Mountain West wasn't quite the same Mountain West as we've seen the last couple of seasons, and it's because there is this massive disparity. There is, there is up at the top of the conference, and then there's the freaking bottom dwellers, and the bottom dwellers are not hanging um, right now with anybody. And unfortunately, that includes Fresno State in terms of how they're playing. They're not, they are not they haven't been very good at home. They haven't been very good on the road. I think they've only got two wins on the road this season. So put all of that together. I like the idea of bringing that number down a little bit for Boise. I might do the 60 and a half just because that probably would get me to plus 100, which is always nice when I see that plus sign. On the you know it's like back in the day when you when you would do like your math quizzes you always wanted that you always wanted that plus uh you, oh, wanted, yeah. like you, wanted, you wanted like B plus you know I don't think I ever got A plus uh but we need some B pluses we need some <laughs> C pluses uh, Brad and I for the most part were basically like C C minus uh, students which is you know why we why we well I got I those. got pluses uh, usually attached to a D. Oh, there you go. So sometimes you fall below the Mason-Dixon yeah. line, um, oh, yeah. and, and that happens. No, I again, this is good, and it's one of the, like I said, if you're looking at Mountain West play, folks, and you're looking for some of the teams that you want to be able to do, or even if what you're trying to do is, uh, if, let's say you're doing like a two- or a three-leg money line um, in college hoops, and you're looking for something later in the evening. I'm telling you, go look at Mountain West. Look at some of these home teams that are, because th- th- the In the Mountain West, home court is big, like I said, for those top five teams within the conference. So pay attention to when those teams are at home and take advantage of them because you can do a simple three-leg money line type of college basketball parlay and you can throw in somebody like Boise State into that just to help get you over that threshold of the plus numbers. All right, bang it home,
0: Boise, and let's boost that bankroll, Lundy. It's bonus time. Uh, what else you like on the Super Tuesday?
1: Uh, I mentioned uh, the fact that I already gave you a couple of the bonus times, like that that number that I like with Vandy in the first half. I'll go back to that one just because of how poorly uh, Kentucky has played uh, in the first half. Again, dead last in the SEC in first half scoring uh, so far this season. Uh, let me give you a simple two leg money line in the National Hockey League tonight. That we're going to take Boston. We're going to take them on the road against Montreal. Um, it just, you look at, um, you, you look at uh, Boston against Montreal, they've beaten them seven straight times. So I know the Bruins are on the road, but they're the cream of the crop right now in the NHL with how they've been playing. So I'm taking them on the money line. Then I'm bringing it home here to Denver as Colorado, uh, after, uh, apparently I just need to leave the country. And then my favorite hockey team will win. Uh, the ABS are on a five game winning streak right now after completely blowing it and looking like dog shit on the road against the uh, Colorado, or the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, they they lost inexplicably to Chicago. They've turned around and rattled off five straight wins. They're starting to look more like that team that won the championship last year. Cale McCarr is a game-time decision tonight. I think he's going to wind up playing for Colorado. Uh, Ovechkin is also considered day-to-day on Washington's side of things. But when we look at those two... I, if Kale McCarr comes back to this machine that has won five in a row for Colorado, they should make it six in a row at home. So Boston on the road against Montreal, Colorado at home against Washington. Just those two on the money line get you to a plus 108 over at BetMGM. Also a player prop that I like in that one. We're going to the Sogs, Brad. We're going to the Sogs. Sogs! We got shots on goal for Nathan McKinnon. It sits at four and a half. You're going to play some uh, pay some juice to, to play the over. Uh, at a minus 135, but it sits at four and a half. Here's his last uh, six games for you. Seven, 10, three, all right, that sucks. Five, five, and eight. Um, So he has uh, beaten this number and in some cases absolutely obliterated it. Uh, And I think he will do that tonight at home um, against the Washington Capitals. So a few plays for you on the ice as I get back to where I'm talking about ice and I don't mean blended in my drink.
0: Uh, yeah, they have plenty of that, uh, no doubt about it. That's why your liver is still in Mexico, uh, into perpetuity. Uh, let's go back to college basketball. I'm going to lay the chalk of my fighting line tonight. I'm going to try to bury the bias. I'm speaking as objective as I can here, uh, but i like Illinois to bounce back, minus three and a half, against Ohio State. Zeg Key may or may not play. Uh, for the Buckeyes, and if he is out with an injury or is limited by that setback, it grossly alters the entire scheme for Chris Holtman and company, because Zeke is indispensable they're in the pose for the Buckeyes. Uh, Illinois is going to have to get out, though, and really defend the perimeter. Ohio State June 41.8% from distance in Big Ten action. But uh, I think Taryn Shannon uh, off the dribble. I think Dean Danger, watch yourself inside, is going to kiss it off the glass early and often. And Coleman Hawkins and his versatility is going to be problematic for this Ohio State team, who, like Illinois, has been wildly inconsistent. Uh, two, uh, three leg money line parlays that are like, all these teams got to do is win straight up. I'm not going to give any reasons why. Uh, TCU, Iowa State, who I already mentioned, and Arkansas. All three of those win, plus 136 right now at BetMGM. The second one, Rutgers, for the reason I mentioned earlier. NC State, UNLV against Wyo at home. All three of those hit, meaning they just got to get the dub, plus 124. And Then going into the NBA, uh, Nikola Vucevic has been tearing it up Uh, which is a rarity for a lot of Bulls fans to say that. I like the over on 12.5 rebounds tonight at plus 105 right now at DraftKings. He has hit the over on this in 11 of his last 13 games, and he's going up against the Indiana Pacers, who over their last 10 games have led the second most rebounds per game in the entirety of the NBA. Maximize the matchup. Ride the hot hand. Vucevic. Got to squeeze at least 13 balls off the rim. Again, a plus money. Uh, Got to take advantage of those odds. All right. We are out of time on this plus-size edition of the Fade 5 Podcast. Uh, gracias to Mr. Lundy. And welcome back, amigo. Uh, please uh, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Also, follow us on the Twitter. Follow Lundy and his free spreadsheet picks at Nate Lundy. I do the same exercise at noisy huevos and as always until next time feed or follow that is up to you